0: Okay, so here we are, it's Happy Monday, right? (laughs) So if you haven't noticed from the title, Project Comeback, I'm in a bit of a mess. And you know what, I said, let me take this bad experience and turn it into a learning experience for you. Let's turn this something sour or negative, supposedly, into something productive and beautiful that you guys could use. So I'm gonna let you use my bad situation here as a little learning opportunity of how you can take a really bad start of the year and turn it around because right now my year has not started well it is probably one of the worst starts to the year i've ever had so i thought i'd share with you my woes and troubles and just horrible situations so that you could benefit from it inshallah and if you are having a difficult start to the year wasn't quite what you thought maybe you can relate and if you're having an amazing start maybe you could be like oh alhamdulillah it's better off than hers either way Inshallah, will benefit let's get into it Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you twice a week on Mondays and Fridays. And if you are new to the podcast, welcome. But also I want to say we do in Ramadan have three, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I keep reminding myself, Ramadan's around the corner. It is mid-January and just maybe a month or two Ramadan will be incredibly close maybe uncomfortably close for some of us who are not ready so just a little little just reminder out there that like put Ramadan in perspective and so I was thinking to myself today I have to get ready to start doing more podcasts um, regularly like I do in Ramadan and anyway inshallah, what I want to talk to you about today is well, I did a whole maybe like December, January intro about how to have this amazing year, right? And then my year has been pretty, pretty difficult. And my schedule is really off, like on everything in my life that is supposed to be happening. It's just not. And I said, let me share that with you so that I can tell you exactly how I'm navigating that literally like play by play. So what I'm going to share with you in this podcast is how I am Having a negative experience and taking that negative experience and making sure that I can have that negative thought that I'm having and turning it into um, uh, shifting from the negative thought to a positive thought type of a thing and kind of exactly how I'm doing that so that I can make sure that I don't stay on this track of difficulty and fall into like beating myself up or depression or things like that that people do. Because I'm not going to lie, as the year came in, I had this flash of depressive thoughts Thoughts because we're all human, and that's what happens. It doesn't matter how old you are, how uh, long you've been being productive. At the end of the day, you know, when you have a negative experience, your first thought is a negative response, and that's why the Prophet peace be upon him used to tell us that patience is at the time of calamity. It's in that moment where you're you're somebody just. It grips you in the chest. You just feel totally thrown off by news, by a situation, by a disappointment, by a bad morning, and you, in that moment, grab yourself and you say, Alhamdulillah. And I've taught you guys a lot, especially with the emotional mastery information that we put on here on how to take that 30 seconds when you have a bad thought or situation or whatever to harness it, and in that is honestly the key. Most people don't know how to harness that 30 seconds. That is not the topic of today. If you want that, you know, um, you can always DM me and I'll tell you how to get more information on that. But that is literally the key. You could also probably scroll back in some of our podcasts and see how we handle emotions and stuff like that. But um, today, what I'm going to talk about is just a couple things that are going really horribly in my life (laughs) and kind of what I'm doing about them. So just in case that's your situation too, You can maybe relate and and do something about your situation. Or again, if you're having an amazing, amazing start to your year, let us know. DM me. Tell me what's so great. And, you know, give credit where credit's due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But, um, you know maybe you can just say alhamdulillah um, apparently she's having a bad year may Allah make it easy for her alhamdulillah mine's way better so (laughs) inshallah isn't that all right so just a reminder um by the way I just opened the um, doors to the five-day challenge you know I feel really bad because the podcast is usually one of the first places I tell everybody about stuff but because I've had such a really bad beginning of the year which I'll tell you about in about 10 seconds um that is why I'm a little bit backwards so I ended up um, I always tell my, my email or my Thrive people usually stuff first, so I've, I have definitely told them on some lives and stuff. But we're doing something really fun this year, and we've done challenges before, but literally not like this. We um, have, have had little mini spits of just this and that, posting on Instagram. We do actually challenges every month in Thrive Muslim. If you're a member, shout out to you guys, Thrive Muslim uh, women. We give out $100 to a, a sister every month, and then we also um, do give sometimes out full courses as well. So, as we do regularly in Thrive Muslim, but for the public, I, I often don't because that is my special space with those women once they've chosen to commit to themselves and they want to be productive and they want to really go to the next level of themselves. I go all in and I really, really support them live all the time. But for the most of you guys, haven't seen that for me. So, here's the thing this time we're doing it in a way that we've never done before, which is I'm literally opening up a five day challenge and I'm going live every single day for about 20 to 30 minutes inside the Facebook group. I do these little mini lives on Instagram here and there, but nothing like this because I'm giving away like actual teaching information from a lot of lessons that I do privately on this one. And so when you go inside, you're going to connect with other women and you're going to get this information. And then on the, and we're going to do stuff on how to build your self confidence how to build your self-esteem that is very much related to finding the right guy and all that stuff. So we're going to do all that. And then on the fifth day, we're going to do an actual full huge class where I'm going to give out the entire overview of everything with the red flags, what questions to ask him, where to look for the guy, where not to look for the guy, all that stuff. A lot of you guys too know, I also do a free class. Like Any of that information is going to be inside of the five day challenge now. So we decided to do it this way. There's a registration. I put the link below. You can always DM me if you don't know how to do it. But what we're going to do is we're going to open it up because women are going to join right away. There's those women who love to take action. And we love those women, the women who are like not playing around, like when they want to learn, they want to learn. We're going to give them extra information. So the earlier sign up, the more information you're going to get. So if you sign up right now, you're going to get the most out of everybody. And then inshallah, we're going to keep doing stuff pre, before the challenge actually starts. It maybe starts in about like a week and a half or something. And then, so we'll give you stuff from now till then. And then when the challenge starts, you'll get those things as well. But I do want to say something to women who have heard my stuff before. If you have heard my stuff before, you have heard all my podcasts on love and marriage, and you're trying to find a guy, maybe you've even attended our free class. If you've been here more than a year then you might have, because we open it every year, then I want to say something. I want you to ask yourself this question. Am I still in that same position where I don't know how to find a guy really? I don't actually understand the process. I don't actually feel confident enough. I don't actually feel I have enough clarity around like, how it goes about my personal situation, about some stuff I've been through, about like stuff with my parents, about whatever it is. Because if you don't, I'm going to promise you the reason is because. You need to go deeper. And that's what I'm going to do in the challenge. I'm going to go deeper. And then, if you want to go super deep, like I literally spell it out for you guys with handouts and exercises and everything, we have um, an entire program that opens. So, that will be opening shortly, too, probably like on the 31st. But right now, what I suggest is if you just want a ton of free information, we're going to cram all into this five days along with full courses. If you guys have ever wanted my emotions course, I'm going to give it away for free inside of there. I'm going to give away a lot of things for free to some winners in there. But For the most part, I'm just telling you, Amazon gift cards, we're going to make it fun. We want you guys to not have stress. But this is probably one of the biggest five-day challenges I've ever done. And so as soon as the seats are full, I'm going to close registration. So if it sounds like something you're interested in, literally don't wait. Don't be that procrastinator because if it's closed, I don't want you to feel bad because we have... 1.5 1.5 million people who listen. So I'm just going to be honest. I'm probably not going to open more than a 1,000 slots. So everybody who wants to get in, it's like first come, first serve, then do your thing. All right? So get on in there. Like I said, link below. If not, DM me. All right. So here's the thing. Let's go into my horrible situation so you can benefit. So number one, one of the first really difficult things that happened was our um, – Actually, before I go into my personal life, I'll explain to you on Mindful Muslim is something that happens. So I have a team of about 27 women. A lot of you guys apply all the time for our internships and our jobs and things like that. And so more than welcome to keep doing that at mindfulness um, at mindful Mindfulness at mindful com. for all those who keep asking me. More than welcome whenever we have something, content creation, YouTube editing, whatever it is you guys want. We love to have you um, apply. So anyway... I was having my end of the year. End of the year is really important for my personal life and for Mindful my because there's a ton of reflection. You guys have heard in the podcast, I'm reflecting on my year, right? So I was there with my team and we had taken surveys from so many of you, so many people on Thrive, like everything you guys want. And It was just a lot to process. There was so much. So it turned out to be just crazy weeks on end of us just processing all the information that you guys have given us, all the suggestions, all the questions. And so I probably creeped into January about a week where normally I would finish two weeks early, have a little break to myself. So I didn't really get a break. I'm going to be honest. Although I was reflecting a bit for myself in my own life and making time for that, I didn't get like an actual vacation of any kind. And then shortly after, you guys know, I got incredibly ill. Um, Somebody, when I went out in public, um, I'm very careful, I mask up, I do everything, but it doesn't matter. I ended up getting uh, it from somehow. My husband doesn't know if he gave it to me or I gave it to him or what, but we ended up um, getting COVID. And so what happens is one of us gave it to another one, then my children got it, and so Every five or six days, somebody went down in the house. And didn't matter. You know, they say if you want to, like, keep yourself isolated or not isolated, it doesn't matter. Like, children are so innocent. Like, even when I was one of the first ones sick, I totally isolated myself. I put myself in the room. Kids want to see their mom. So what would happen was is I would be napping, you know, and my Older kids might be with my younger kids, okay. But one of my younger kids would wander off to my bedroom and be like, Mommy, Mommy, are you okay? Are you, you know, they're worried. And so they're in my room with me. And I'm like, Oh, you're in my room with me. And then it's like, you know, five days later, they're down and, and now they're sick. And I'm like, Oh, so Alhamdulillah, we're weeks now. <laughs> it started off as like the first week and the second week and the third. And so now we're like three weeks. Um, off schedule almost with our homeschooling with my personal fitness everything the entire year started to be the most unproductive year possible so that was really hard for me because I thought I was just I'm a person I'm very healthy I don't get sick but this was like This is a different situation. And so um, I know why I got sick. It was because my immune system was low and it was low because I wasn't sleeping because of all the work I was doing. So I was clearly exhausted, which is not optimal for this current pandemic. And so that was just what it was. I'm not normally like that, but it was the end of the year. And like I said, things were so you you guys have grown with us so much so that there are so many of you that were, were like, trying to just add on more people to accommodate all of your needs between the consultations and the classes and the courses and everything. So yeah, so that was my bad beginning to the year. And so how did that affect my life in these three ways? And then what did I do about it? Let's get into it. So the first one is that I basically, this whole podcast for you guys, I'm like how to work out. We haven't worked out in a while and stuff like that. So now I'm like using it on myself. <laughs> I'm literally eating my own words. While well, I was planning on having an amazing start to my year with fitness and self- care um that was virtually impossible it really threw us for a loop i've never experienced a sickness like this and so um we were sick for like at least two weeks each of us in the house we're normally after two three days i'm better even on a seven day virus i will always get better within two three days because i usually have an optimal immune system so i haven't worked out today was the first day i worked out in probably three to four weeks um since last year which is very unlike me and so what did i do about it well if you go back to my workout podcast you're going to see exactly what to do about that and that's what I did I literally ate my own words and so here I am traipsing myself to the gym now that I'm fully well or now you know to my to my workout room and saying to myself I have to get going with this and I don't want to be there I'm still feeling no when you haven't worked out for a while it makes you feel really sluggish and weak obviously so I knew if I went hardcore and did like 20-30 minutes of cardio. I was just going to not come back to the, <laughs> to the working out tomorrow. Because I was going to be like in pain. So what I did was I told you is I only did about 10 minutes, 10 minutes of any type of cardio. And I didn't do extensive, like difficult. I did moderate, like not weak, not extreme, moderate for about 10 minutes. Then I normally will do about 15 minute abs. I did about five. I did about five and I patted myself on the back. Okay. Then I went and I did some like other like weightlifting. Again, I normally would do like 30 pounds. I did like 10. So I went into it not extreme because I wanted my body to get warmed up. And so probably for the next two to three days, I will do this and I will do it. And I think my total of time I spent working out was like 35 minutes. I normally will do about an hour and a half if I can. And then like the moms are like, how do you get an hour and a half? It is a hot date that my husband and I make on our calendar. Each of us switch. He works out while I watch. I watch while he works out. It's a deal we made. Um, and if you guys have heard previous podcasts, we make the intention to take care of our bodies for each other. Like as in, an, uh, like in a amena, like a type of a trust we have between each other and a beautiful intention because um, we want to, you know, keep nice for each other. So Alhamdulillah. We do that and we also know each other needs a break and that when we're mentally and physically well, we're going to be more emotionally and psychologically well with our kids and each other. So we do that as a wellness thing. So anyway, I was like, I think I took 30 minutes to like lean back and take a rest like and then the other 30 minutes or 35 minutes to like actually work out. So I did whatever I need to do and also I threw in some extra prayers. Um, One of the things I I said to myself I was going to do this year was make even more ibadah, even more. Like, if I'm usually praying these many extra prayers, I'm gonna pray even more. I always do that every year, I just add another one or two or whatever. And the the dhikr and the da'al, I've said so much dhikr this time. And so here, here, let me help you with the second thing. So the first thing was the workout situation. I was a mess. I normally would start out strong. So what I did was I took my advice from the other podcast, I think, how to work out when you don't want to or how to get back in shape. So that's part of my project come back here. I took that advice, went slow, went easy, but just got myself to do it. The way I also got myself to do it is I had my clothes ready the night before and I put them on about two, three hours before I knew I was going to go and do this workout to get me mentally ready that, yes, you are going to work out as opposed to like sitting in my yoga pants in my house until it's t- not that I can't work out with yoga pants in my house. But you know what I mean? Like I, t- I got out my comfy clothes and got in my like, let's do this clothes that way I wouldn't get lazy. Okay, so that's the first thing. So that was with that. When it came to my ibadah, that was a lot harder. Um, I told you my intention this year was to do a lot of these extra prayers and things. And guess what? I started to get really sad because every time I would go into sujud, I don't know what it is with this type of sickness, but you get extreme nausea. I would get extreme headaches going in that position because the blood is rushing and you have a nausea anyway from this. It's just really weird. And so I couldn't stay in sujood. I couldn't stay in certain forms of salat and stuff like that. So I started to get sad and that was my natural human reaction. Like I, uh, like every time I go to pray, I'm dreading praying, not because of praying, but because I can't experience praying and it's all going to be a completely difficult physical thing. And so what I did to counter that negative experience in my mind was I reminded myself that there are people who, like, have no legs and they have to go and pray. And I had actually seen a guy on YouTube just the other day when he was trying to pray and his children were helping him and he had to get up from here and go to there. And I said, you know what? This is my temporary situation of sickness, and that is a very permanent situation for that brother, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give him for those. And so who am I to even say Anything about complaining. And then I said to myself, alhamdulillah, Allah is giving me antibodies to to to, to fight other things that could harm me later. And alhamdulillah, like I start to switch in my mind to the people who have worse or less than me and to what the barakah could be in my particular situation. like. And so I remember the in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised Yunus for, um, for saying like, I complain only to Allah. You know, my complaining is to Allah only. So I start to say to Allah, I want to pray to you, but I'm struggling with this. Make it easy for me to pray more to you, to do more. And then when Allah heard me say that, Allahu A'lam, like, I'm not like claiming the exact moment I know it happened, but somehow in my mind rushed. All of these reminders of these other types of small ibadah that I could do. When I say ibadah, sorry for the reverts, it's worship. That I could do that is smaller. Like um, as I was moving around the house, like thank you Allah for this. Thank you Allah. I was just gratitude. um, Just making even more du'a and dhikr and like playing Quran. Um, Going back to doing some lessons with my children on the Quran that I had wanted to do. By the way, I got the clear Quran for children. Oh my goodness. This is so magic like it is it is amazing for, from an educator's perspective and i'm an educator i have zero sponsorship um this the regular clear quran for adults is great um a lot of you guys asked me a translation i use for quran it is usually the oxford press abdul halim abdul halim version um phenomenal but the clear quran I mean i say phenomenal as if like all of the quran is phenomenal every copy of the quran is phenomenal but for a person who does want to read an english translation um the words are profound in that in that regard but the clear quran for kids amazing so i said to myself oh yeah i was going to order the clear quran so i could do this and this with my kids i think so i had like ordered it and then had started some lesson so basically i put my energy somewhere else until i was able to put more energy into sujood because of the pain or the nausea or whatever and so that's how I took my, I'm finding Salah difficult. How can I still stay in the abed, the promise to myself and to Allah and to the worship promise without falling off the wagon here by getting sad or just being like, forget it. It's too hard. Allah understands. You know, it's really, I, I, I would hate to say it. I'm not mocking anybody who has that moment, but the moment you tell yourself, oh, Allah will understand that why I'm praying this way or I'm praying late or half or, that's not true that's not true. He understands what it's truly difficult. But when we can shift our energy somewhere else and still give him the credit he's due, he's looking for us to take that option first. You know, um, I've had somebody tell another sister once, mistakenly, she didn't mean it, in Ramadan, you don't have to fast if you're a new Muslim. Allah understands. That is not true, just FYI. And I'm not going to claim to put any like thick out here, but what I will say is every Muslim is obligated to fast. If you find it hard to fast, you're supposed to at least make the intention to fast and try to fast. You're never allowed to say, well, Allah knows I've never done it before, so I don't even have to try. See, things like that are where people really get misled, and so there's this balance. There's not an extreme, and there's not extreme easy. There's this beautiful middle way. So my first difficulty, my power comeback was with the fitness. Totally didn't work. Workout didn't do anything was extremely sick couldn't even lift my leg my husband's like every time i go to even like do anything it's a mess i'm so tired i'm like me too and and then we start to feel like oh then i said alhamdulillah but this will pass and we will be better there are people who are not that fortunate and may allah make it easy for them so Anyway, that I made du'a for, you know, shifa and for my kids and everything. So that's that. And at least we have each other, alhamdulillah. And then my other thing was my ibadah. I had made these promises to Allah. And so I found difficulty in one thing. So I shifted my energy in the meantime. So like, for example, women who have their period, they always ask me in menstruation. Sorry, I'm just going to say it out there because that's what it is. They're always like, sis, when you have those times of the month, like, how do you keep strong? Because I can't pray. Guys, I have a list of a million other things I'm doing when I'm not praying. There are so many things you can do. Especially in Ramadan, I get asked that question a lot. I have a podcast called, I think, Like What to Do When You're Menstruating in Ramadan. You can listen to that and honestly apply it to any time of the year when you're menstruating. So you should always have a plan for that week of like what you're doing instead. There's so many good deeds you can do. There's so many burdens you can lift from other people for the sake of Allah. Like I said, I chose to teach my children lessons. I chose to make da i chose to do so many things there's just like literally a endless amount of things you can do we just focus so much on salah and so like staying connected with allah is totally possible and that's what i was doing with my shifting i still prayed but you know like if i had to not pray as long or as many or whatever like that's what i did and then now i feel better alhamdulillah i'm back on track last thing i wanted to share with you that i'm doing in project come back my year is totally screwed up let me try again <laughs> But not to get upset about it. Like, it is the qadr of Allah. Like, alhamdulillah. Like, it is what it is. But this is these are the thoughts I'm experiencing and just sharing you with you. It's what I'm doing about it. So the last thing is related to my schedule. My schedule was off, especially in my homeschooling. And not all of you are homeschoolers, so I'm not going to touch on that that much. But if you are, you'll hear a tad bit. For the rest of you, it's going to be more about scheduling. So you guys know I'm pretty huge planner if you guys have seen my youtube videos i have them on planning definitely go check them out you'll see what i physically do in my house a lot of times i'm doing day in the lives if you have not already subscribed for youtube i'm having a ton more i'm gonna come out this month so definitely make sure you're subscribed so you can get the notification for all the times where i show you inside my house my bad days my good days my kids with my husband everything you go get subscribed on youtube you'll see that i can't do that here but the point is, I'm a, I'm a huge planner. I, I open my planner. I show you how I weekly plan a monthly plan. I, I give you guys everything. But here I am starting the year totally off because I was sick. I tried to teach my kids. Wasn't happening. Oh, my gosh. When you have this sickness, it makes you blind. Like the words were getting fuzzy. My husband said, are you having trouble reading? I said, I can't even read. I can't even read. And then when I was reading on my phone, I was getting motion sickness. And I'm like, it's like I'm on a boat. It was so bad. So I'm trying to teach. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to read emails from you guys. And I was just, thank goodness for my team. May Allah reward them. Wonderful sisters just all really helped me. We're so understanding and just the best. And so anyway, I was behind on everything. And so I didn't know what to do. So here's what I'm going to tell you what I did. I, I mean, I knew what I had to do, but it was like, you know, you feel jarred at the moment. Let me tell you what you can do. If you have a situation where you are really off in your schedule, what you have to do is what I did, which was I just sat there and I made a list, which is a little bit scary sometimes, so don't get scared. I made a list about all the stuff that was on my head that was stressing me out. Because think about it. You're like, oh, my kid. I was like, my son, he's behind in math, like 14 pages in his book now. Oh, my goodness. What am I going to do? And so I had to talk myself down from that moment of anxiety. Remember I said about harnessing the 30 seconds? I had to stop myself, and I'll give you this one thing that I say to myself, which I've told you before, which is, is that true? Is that really true? So I was saying to myself, I'm never going to catch up. And then I said to myself, is that true? Is that really true? And of course, you're like, yeah, it's true. I have 14 days behind. Then you're like, but is it 100% true? Can you say that you're never going to catch up? Can you foresee the future on that? No. No, I actually can't. So that's really unfair. I'm not a law. I can't see those things. Okay, so let me reassess, calm myself down. So I guess I could probably add a couple days into the summer. It wouldn't be horrible. Um, I guess I could probably... Do an extra day or just one lesson here or there on a Saturday. I guess I could go back in the book and I can probably figure out lessons that we can cut shorter. So we can maybe do two lessons a day, like two half lessons and keep it moving as opposed to. Do you see how I, I pivoted right there? That's what I did when I went in and then I fixed my homeschool situation with my kids because I was behind and this and that. Then I went to my personal calendar with my own house. Oh my goodness. If you're sick for days, And like I said, with this sickness, it's so physically difficult. Then my kids are sick. So then I'm running to them and my husband's sick. And then he's just home constantly. My husband's always usually at work. Now he's home. Now I'm cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the middle of a situation where I'm normally working or or teaching my kids. And mind you, I'm doing those things now that I'm a little bit better, but I'm also very behind. So I'm feeling immediately stressed that I am behind in my stuff. And now my husband's here and he needs to be cared for. He is very ill. So I have to stop the world and care for him first. But then I've made all these promises that I need to fulfill. So you see the moment of trauma there. So what I did was I made this list of all the things I have to do. And I said to myself, okay, these are all the things you were supposed to do. But that is no longer your situation. So let's be real. What of these are priority and what of these are not and you're just going to have to let them go completely or let people know your situation, you know, not burden them, and, but just like let them know that you have to delay. Are there any of these things on your list that you can pass off to anyone else? Ask for help. From your mother, your sister, your, um, you know, um, your husband, once he's better. Like, that's what I did. For example, I had all these things where I had to go to the post office. I had to give these gifts away. I always give gifts to my volunteers and my um, employees and everything like that. So I, I was supposed to go to the, the, the post office with children and drag them there and sit on a long line with boxes. And I was like, I, I was dreading it because it was too hard with the children and COVID and the situation. So I waited till my husband was better. I had to tell those people, I'm sorry, your packages will be delayed. And I said, This is because it's the holiday time and because I got sick. And then I waited till my husband was better. I let him sit in the, the house with the kids and I ran to the post office by myself, got it done. Or no matter of fact, I think that day he was so, he was feeling better, but he couldn't go in public. So I think we ha- I had taken him in the car with me or so- something. I got him some air. He hadn't driven in like a week and a half, whatever it was. I remember we worked it out where I delayed it as it wasn't like the end of the world. And then I, Did it on my own at a different time. And so I had to sit there and make those choices to myself. Does that make sense right now? Is it an emergency? Everything feels like an emergency when you're behind, but it's often not. So I made a list of 20 20 things. I said, these five are priority. I'm going to put them right now in the first couple days of my week and try to knock them out because I know they're going to make me feel less stressed. When you have stuff hanging over your head, that's when you feel stressed. So just FYI, that's what I did. I took all my stuff and that's how I figured it out. But what I want you to know if you're feeling like your year did not start off well, you have to just say to yourself, you know, is that true? Is it really true? Is 100% true that my world's going to end? My life is over. My year started bad, so it's never going to be better. I'm such a mess. I'm such a this. You know, don't beat yourself up. It is totally human to not be on track. What is the better thing to do is to get yourself back on. What does that mean for you? You guys know you can always call me. I do consultation calls. I know I'm pretty booked, but usually there's 15-minute calls. There's 45-minute calls. You can talk to me if you need advice about those things. If you have situations for looking for a spouse, you guys know we have the five-day challenge. Get in there with us. Don't be alone. You are not alone. That's why we have the podcast. We give all these situations. I divulge my deepest secrets and then you guys all benefit, inshallah ta'ala, or you benefit each other. If you're in Thrive Muslima, we come together. We just had a live this morning and did a little huddle. It was so nice at like 9 a.m., like before we went off on our day. We got to be together, share our thoughts, and go off. So these moments matter. These are the decisions, the action that you take that makes a difference between people who are successful and not. Don't just listen to this podcast and not taking action on it. Just pick one thing I said. If it's just going back in your schedule and prioritizing, okay? If it's just like saying, you know what, today's going to be the day I'm going to start working out just even five minutes, 10 minutes, just do it. Or if it's like joining us in the challenge so you're not alone and you're on your way to finding a spouse with more information, right? Whatever it is, Do that. Take advantage. All right. I will see you in the next podcast. But between now and Friday, definitely get yourself in there with us. Because I, like I said, as this fills up, I cannot promise with how many listeners we have here. There will still be seats. So definitely get inside. I'll see you then. Other than that, I'll catch you back here Friday. Inshallah, Bismillah. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.